Hello, I'm Tara, and you're listening to You Should Write a Book podcast. If this really was a book, this would be found in the chapter called A Funny Thing Happened, and this section would be called simply Latex. I have a lot of allergies. If it grows from the earth or has fur instead of hair, I'm allergic to it. Most of my allergies appeared when I was around 12 years old. Little did I know some new ones were waiting in the wings for me to find. Here we go. While driving to my job as a behavioral specialist in a group home back in the early 90s, I found myself constantly rubbing my hands together. They were so itchy. When I arrived at work and took off my winter gloves, I found that I had an angry red bumpy rash all over the palms of my hands. I was on meds that day, so I put on the medical gloves, handed out the medications to the clients, and then told my supervisor that I really should go and see a doctor. My family doctor was on vacation, so I went to a walk-in clinic. I saw a resident who looked as if he'd been working for three days in a row with no sleep. He looked at the rash, asked me a few questions, and then began listing all of the possible diagnoses. Blah, 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 third stage syphilis. Oh my God, that was the only one I heard. I was horrified. Because it is a communicable disease, they had to do blood work and I would get the results from public health in 10 days. I drove back to work in a haze. I went into the supervisor's office. She asked if I was contagious. I said, not unless I have sex with the clients. (laughs) So I spent the next eight days or so wondering if I had this terrible condition. Third stage syphilis is no joke, and it comes with some pretty nasty side effects. I made an appointment with my family doctor and, of course, the test came back negative. She was furious with the young doctor for even suggesting such a thing and figured out in rather short order that I was allergic to latex. Latex gloves. So the medical gloves that I'd been using to cover up the rash were themselves the problem. Now I was 21, single and allergic to latex. Keep in mind that this was the 1990s and latex was in everything. Most of all, condoms. While there were sheepskin options on the market, only latex could protect you from STIs. And obviously, I really didn't want an angry red rash, you know, down there. I thought I couldn't possibly be the only person in my hometown who was allergic to latex and who was, or wanted to be, sexually active. I was on a quest. My first visit was to my allergist. He was a very dour individual who wore his glasses down around the tip of his nose. When I told him of my plight, he simply said, don't use a condom. Such a responsible health professional. My next visit was to public health. 
I was met by the nurse in the reception area, and for some reason, she was carrying one of her shoes in her hand. We walked down to her office, very cluttered office, and she sat down behind her desk and struggled to put her shoe back on. None of that information is necessary, but I just wanted to set the scene. <laughs> she pulled down a box from behind her desk and showed me a female condom that wasn't made of latex. They hadn't been approved for use in Canada yet, but they were available in the US. And those who had used them gave positive reviews with one caveat. They were most easily inserted in the bathroom, and while you were walking back to the bedroom, or wherever your partner might be waiting, the condom squeaked. <laughs> Talk about announcing your intentions. Squeak, squeak, squeak. The nurse wrote out the number of a US company and wished me luck. When I dialed the number, I ended up speaking to one of the inventors of the product. She put me in touch with a company called Condoms R Us. And while we were on the phone, she asked me if I'd be interested in providing feedback that they could use for breaking into the Canadian market. Sure. I called the number and a sing-songy voice answered, Condoms R Us. When I told him what I was looking for, he was quite excited that I was calling from all the way up in Canada. He asked me if I wanted a box of eight or if he should just go along and send a carton of 64. I thought, does he think I'm a hooker? <laughs> I ordered the box of eight. A week later, a carton of 64 arrived, no charge. My dad, God bless him, received the package. I was living in their basement at the time. I've never seen him blush so much in all of my life. Anyway, while I was waiting for my new non-latex option to arrive, I had an appointment with my OBGYN for my routine physical. For some reason, I'd covered a night shift, so when I arrived for my 8.15 a.m. appointment, I was exhausted. As it turns out, so was my doctor. He'd been up all night at the hospital with the baby delivery, so we were both running on pure caffeine. I shared my plight with him once we were back in his office. Now, I should mention that my OBGYN was very, very handsome. He was one of those doctors that had women doing all sorts of <clears throat> tidying up before their appointments. <laughs> he sat across his big desk from me, his handsome face held up with one hand. And in reply to my query, he simply said, well, you could use two condoms, one latex covered by a sheepskin. I said, deadpan, have you ever tried to get a guy to use one condom? Without missing a beat, he said, well, it would certainly put a stop to premature ejaculation. <laughs> we both got the giggle so bad that his nurse came in to see if we were still okay. All these years later, I still can't be around latex for an extended period of time. My poor kids were deprived of the fun of having balloons at their birthday parties. Now, just to wrap this story up neatly with a bow, 
Some years later, I found myself working as a chaplain at the hospital across the street from my OBGYN. One of the floors that I was responsible for was the day surgery unit. While chatting with one of the patients who was waiting for a procedure, in walks the very handsome doctor. Once we were out of earshot of the patients, I reminded him of what had taken place in his office all those years before. He said, I would never have said that. And I laughed and said, I can't make this shit up. <laughs> oh, anyway, thanks for listening. Bye.